Welcome to Biblical Perspectives on Aging, the podcast where you and your church will find answers to the difficult questions that arise as we grow older. On behalf of the Baptist Home, this is your host, Dr. Andy Brams. Welcome to Biblical Perspectives on Aging. This week, we continue the interview with Aaron Meraz and Kyle Scott from Mission Dignity on helping to give the givers something back. If you missed last week's podcast, we invite you to listen to part one of this discussion entitled Financial Assistance for Ministers and Widows. And don't forget to click subscribe to hear more great conversations on applying biblical principles to aging issues. Here's the rest of the interview with the two gentlemen from Mission Dignity, Aaron Merez and Kyle Scott. With the money that they receive, uh, you know, this podcast is primarily at this point that the the organization Baptist Home and Healthcare Ministries is beginning a uh, some different things, but most of them are based upon uh, like a health care center type of thing, a retirement uh, village type of thing, that that kind of thing. Just to give you that context, um, is there any restrictions? for use on the money. For instance, if hospice is the area in which this organization is moving now, is there any restrictions on how they can use that money uh, that it comes from Mission Dignity? Yeah, it depends on the type of grant. So the monthly grant that is just a standard check uh, every month, there are really no restrictions. It's to supplement their income to make sure that they can pay bills, buy medicine. And that's typically any thank you letter that we get, that's typically what it lists out as I was able to buy groceries, I didn't go hungry, things like that. But then we also have what we call an expense grant, which is for specific expenses. And this is really a workaround for us if someone receives government assistance or additional income assistance, then we don't disqualify them from that, but we're still able to help. So we, through the expense grant, are able to pay for specific utilities, uh, for specific home repairs, uh, for auto repairs, things like that. Um, so there, there are restrictions on that specific grant, but for the monthly grant, not really. But I, like I said, it usually goes to things like groceries or bills or medications or health care. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Aaron, you mentioned a moment ago that, you know, many pastors are in smaller churches and historically many of those who are 77 now uh, would have pastored before the the increase in wages uh, that have happened over the last 40, 50 years for various reasons. Um, what, what might a church, what should a church know uh, related to the retirement process to helping that pastor or that pastor's wife as they are preparing for retirement or uh, entering into retirement? What, what what might you counsel churches to know? You know, having pastored, uh, the biggest thing that that uh, my churches did for me was simply just put back something. Uh, it, I can honestly say that it's not always enough, but we know that it's better to do something than nothing. And so if, if every single church that has a pastor or even just a custodian or whatever, if they would just put back something for their, uh, for their pastor and their ministerial staff and their staff, um, it, it's better than doing nothing. And the way that money works, of course, is uh, when you put something 
in at some point and you know two decades later it's it's most likely doubled in value and so it's very important just to put back something and that's where guidestone really does help is our retirement services are extraordinary our capital management investment services are extraordinary and uh, as you began to put back what you put into to your retirement we uh, we have the staff to help that to make that money work so that it is there for you at a higher uh, amount than what you put in and so it's just it's just important to put back something that's really the main thing okay Okay, well, let's say that uh, I'm I'm many years from retirement at this point, but let's say that I was getting closer, or perhaps something happened to me. You know, let's say I was to pass away this week, and my wife uh, needed help in some way. What is the process for a pastor or somebody to contact Mission Dignity to receive that help? Um, either who should they contact? What is the process for for contacting Mission Dignity? Yeah, you can contact us one of three ways. The first way is obviously by email, uh, and you can just email us at missiondignity at guidestone.org. It's as simple as that, and you can request an application. You can, you can tell us about your circumstances, and our staff are extremely helpful and extremely compassionate, and so you'll get an answer typically within 24 hours. Um, the other ways to contact us is by mail, uh, and you can address that to P.O. Box 819 uh, 109. 109. Um, Dallas, Texas, 75381. Yes, sir. And you can you can just direct it to Mission Dignity that way. It goes to our general department, and we take care of that immediately. And the last way is by phone. So our toll-free number is 877-888-9409. And that'll connect you to our just our general line, and then it'll ask uh, one of three options. And the one you'll want to press is option one, which is the assistance line. And that'll get you directly in contact with one of our staff, again, who are extremely dedicated to our recipients and who are extremely compassionate. Uh, but those are the ways that you can get in contact with our recipient staff. I'll also say this, uh, you know, having pastored, I know that we're, we're givers, we're not takers. Our recipients are givers, they're not takers. And so you always have to get over that hump of, uh, of whether or not I need assistance. And um, many a times it's better for a, a fellow pastor or a DOM or a family member to encourage that pastor or his widow to reach out to us or simply go to our website, missiondignity.org and click on refer, refer, refer someone in need and give us their name and so that we can be able to reach out to them and we'll, uh, we'll try our best to uh, convince them to apply as well. Um, it's just one of those things that, that you have to overcome. Uh, as I said, they're givers and they're not takers. And so they just, they just have this idea of, you know, God will take care of me, be content with what you have, but they don't understand that this is meant for them so that they can receive double honor so that they can receive what they what they uh, didn't receive during the years that they were uh, in, in the ministry. So. Okay. That, that's very helpful. I, I love hearing about the website 
uh, aspects that they could, somebody could refer to them if they're not mm -hmm. willing to do that themselves. That's great. Uh, well, as we begin to close uh, a little bit in this interview, I re really appreciate both of your time and, and taking the time to, to talk to us today. Is there anything else that I haven't asked uh, that you would just like to share generally about Mission Dignity while you have the opportunity, either one of you? I would say some of the stories that we receive on a daily basis are just really incredible. Um, we're talking about one that uh, was in Alabama. Uh, their, their, their plumbing and their septic system uh, basically was kaput. And, uh, and so the, the, the septic system was running underneath the house and really creating a, a real problem for them. And so they reached out to us and they asked us, you know, can we help in some way? We, we have a, uh, up to $3,000 per calendar year for, uh, for a recipient to receive uh, in, in extra assistance. And, and so anyway, we reached out to the Etowah Baptist Association and uh, the, uh, the Alabama State Board of Missions. And uh, they, we all three partnered together to, to get this, this plumbing system fixed, which we provided a certain amount, and then uh, the Etowah Baptist Association provided a certain amount, and Alabama State Board of Missions provided a certain amount, and uh, we were able to take care of their septic uh, situation completely, and uh, they they wrote back to us, and we're just so <laughs> thankful because they didn't have to, you know, uh, do other things to take care of their, uh, their needs, mm -hmm. and so, uh, but you know, those types of things go a long way. Another thing, uh, we, we hear stories all the time. Uh, another one was just the fact that one, one lady continues to serve in her church nursery where she holds the little children in her arms and sings the old hymns of the faith, you know, and, um, you know, she said, I just, I couldn't be able to, to continue to go to church and have a a dignified life if it wasn't for mission dignity and so those those little stories go a long way and they really are sweet people who just really need just a little bit of of assistance so that they can be able to do what they've been doing all their lives and that's serve the lord yeah and i would add on to that uh you know, we get questions every now and then about how you can get involved with mission dignity mm -hmm. and there are really two ways uh one of the ways is a volunteer program that we have called Mission Dignity Door Drop. Mm -hmm. And it's just a way for people in their specific areas, if they live close to a recipient, uh, we actually, first of all, make sure that the recipient is okay with us giving them their information. And it's really a way for that person in their area to bless that recipient with groceries and treats and things like that. Uh, we did that last Thanksgiving and we cannot tell you how much it blessed our recipients, but also how much it blessed the people who got to volunteer to sure. do that. Yeah. Uh, because they got to hear stories of God's faithfulness through our recipients. Uh, and it, it was just an incredible opportunity for them to, to be reminded of the goodness of God uh, through our recipients. And then the other way is uh, really giving to Mission Dignity. 100% of all gifts that come into us go directly back into the pockets of our recipients. So we don't take anything out for administrative costs or operational costs. And we're really only able to administer the program and give these grants because of the generosity of God's people. Um, and it really, 
we, we don't receive cooperative program funding. We are getting money from churches and individuals only. And so the way that we perform the program, the way that we administer the program is, like I said, through the generosity of God's people. And you can go to missiondignity.org and click on the Donate Today button. You can also take out your phone and text MD Sunday to 41444, and that'll take you to a platform to, uh, to give as well. Okay. MD for Mission Dignity Sunday? Correct. Okay. Okay. MD Sunday. Text that. And then what was the number again, Aaron, on that? 41444. 41444. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, great. I'm, I'm sure that uh, if time allowed for you and obviously for audience, you could share hundreds of stories that would be touching Absolutely. and uh, perhaps somewhere down the line, we, we might be in contact again, just to get an update and, and to hear some more of those and to hear how God is continuing to use you all use the ministry uh, of mission dignity at this time. So as we close though, uh, my final question is, is always how can our audience pray? We will have several who are prayers uh, in, in our audience. So how can our audience pray for you two specifically for mission dignity uh, more generally, or even more generally than that, perhaps Guidestone at this time? You know, I think the, the major way that you can pray for mission dignity is that as we continue to, uh, to, to reach out to our retired ministers uh, who may qualify for, for this, uh, that, that they would be willing to, to, to receive. And that's, that's a big thing. Uh, and then, of course, on the other side, continue to pray that the Lord would provide more and more for us. As Kyle said, 100% of your gifts go directly to our retired ministers and widows. So the more that comes in, the more that's given out. And so uh, just pray for those two things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Kyle, did you have anything to add to that at all or? No, I think Aaron hit, hit it all. <laughs> Okay. Well, again, Kyle and Aaron, I greatly appreciate you joining us today on uh, Biblical Perspectives on Aging podcast and uh, ask that God would bless your ministry, that as people are praying for, for these specific items, but just in general, uh, that God would, would bless Mission Dignity as they seek to bless others as well. So gentlemen, you have a great rest of your day and um, God blessings on you. God bless Thank you. you so we much. appreciate you. Thank you for joining us for this interview today. The Baptist Home has provided Christ-like care to the aging since 1913. To learn more about the biblically informed resources and solutions provided by The Baptist Home, go to www.thebaptisthome.org. Again, www.thebaptisthome.org. You will find links to previous podcasts, a growing number of church resources, and detailed information about residential and long-term care communities. Until next time, this is your host, Dr. Andy Brams, asking you to be a voice for the aging. Thank you.